Zach goes for the end zone. He's got Gunnar Romney. He's got a touchdown catch. Zach Wilson standing strong and going long for the touchdown. Hand off Katoa. Katoa, a big yet, and another one. Lopini Katoa, touchdown. Step up in a fire. Intercepted at the 30-yard line. Isaiah Kofusi out of bounds. The Cougars get the ball back. Today is BYU Football Media Day 2019. This is Behind the Mic, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar Nation. Welcome inside Studio 2 at the BYU Broadcasting Building here in Provo, Utah, for a special edition of Behind the Mic at BYU Football Media Day. We are 10 weeks and two days away from the kickoff of BYU's 2019 season, and today we look ahead to the Cougars campaign with a variety of guests, including BYU's head coach and his coordinators, plus a number of BYU players and a couple of national guests as well. BYU Radio will, of course, have live play-by-play coverage of every game, and this year we do it with a new crew. Former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson steps into the broadcast booth. He follows Mark Lyons, who hung up the headset after 38 seasons as BYU's radio color commentator. Riley joining me as my new left-hand man, while former BYU receiver Mitchell Jurgens and Jason Shepard are both back with us as sideline reporter and studio host, respectively. And the gang's all here to get today's show underway. Riley, we start with you. You're the new guy. And uh, get used to us and get used to this. You're going to see a lot of us and hear a lot of us in the next few months. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. What a great crew to be able to spend the season with. We made the announcement a few weeks ago, uh, and uh, it was really uh, gratifying for me to see the reception you got. And I'm sure personally it was kind of feel good to be a part of the BYU team again. Tremendously. I, you know, part of the, there were many great uh, aspects of my experience here at BYU, but getting to interact and be part, be welcomed and embraced by Cougar Nation was one of the most memorable and one of the ones that I cherish so greatly. So with, with this announcement to see that kind of reemerge and to be able to participate in that again, it's, uh, I consider myself extremely fortunate and lucky to be part of it. So, Mitch, uh, bringing you in, uh, your career and Riley's careers kind of sort of cross paths, but not really. Give us the background of timing between you and Riley on that whole thing. Yeah, so so Riley actually, his last year was 2012, and I was I was on my mission <clears throat> for that time. So I, I walked on in 2010, um, and so that's kind of where we overlapped, but... I was the walk-on that, you know, nobody knew my name. I was just trying to get by, just trying to survive every day at practice. Um, and so when I got back from my mission, that was for the 2013 season. And so I just missed Riley. Um, but we, I mean, we, we threw some passes in our days a little bit in practice. And, and so it's good to work with them, good to be back for another season and, and just excited uh, to watch the Cougs again. And Riley, I'm sure you're proud of the, uh, of the career that Mitch put together uh, once you were done. Tremendous. And yeah, and he mentioned that 2010 year. I remember him very well because that was the year I was coming back from injury, had been relegated to the backup. And when you're the backup, you kind of, the, the one is thrown with the ones and you kind of get whoever else shows up. And Mitchell <laughs> always showed up. So that was good. We've, we uh, formed some chemistry there. But no, he's intertwined. You know, I consider our, our careers, I have the Utah State game. He has the catch against Boise State. I mean, there's a lot of similarities there. Guys who maybe were considered undersized or not highly touted out of high school, but made our mark on, on BYU football. And that's something we can be proud of for the rest of our lives. And Shep, uh, you've got someone new to work with uh, in the pregame, uh, Riley Nelson. 
another former. We would try and get you former quarterbacks yeah. to work with. That's kind of our thing. Yeah, you know, hey, it's it's worked well so far. There's no question about it. I mean, just being here talking football with you, Greg, and having Mitch here now, adding Riley to the mix, it, it just gets me even more excited about the football season coming up. And and there's a lot of reasons to be excited. There's a we we know the bowl game and the the night the 18 for 18 performance from Zach Wilson, but you have a you have a great quarterback by all accounts that's going to be healthy, and I'm just looking forward to it. And you started off with Utah. Come on, it doesn't get any better than that. Shep, you broke away from uh, the BYU TV digital uh, web chats that have been going since early this morning. In fact, the first thing to really happen at Media Day was was I think a web chat with uh, Kalani and Fessy. Kalani wasn't it? and Fessy, yeah, we've uh, we did the the eight to nine Mountain Time hours, and uh, we've got uh, another round starting in about ten minutes uh, for about an hour and forty five, and we've got it, this is that's what this day is all about. It's being able to talk to all these players, all these coaches, and just kind of bask in everybody's excitement about the upcoming season. So, yeah, I've got that over the uh, the next couple of hours. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, highlight of the morning of web chats for you? Oh, um, it was probably... I think it it actually was in that interview with Kalani and with Fessy because we know that that they're cousins, but they really feel like brothers growing up together. Mm-hmm. And even though there's about a ten year difference in age, it was great. We played a game with them. How much do you know the other person? And it, it was just fun to see them interact with each other beyond just a head coach and an assistant coach. Be able to interact as family and to and to have that bond. It was fun to watch them have that and kind of have that moment to share together. It was fun. One of the cool things. About this day is we get to fire up this building and and really showcase all of its assets. And for people who've done this for a few years, maybe it's kind of blasé by now. For those who are kind of new to it, they're kind of blown away by everything going on on this media day. It, you know, it might feel like a conference. It, it's one school doing this. It's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, well, and you've got you have representatives from from ESPN, and I know you're going to be talking with some of them coming up a little bit later on in the program. But yeah, I mean, this is this is something that's you know. Whether it's BYU TV, BYU Radio, the web chats, it's it's everywhere. It's being streamed on ESPN three. I mean, it's it's fantastic. And every year, the way that this is handled, BYU Athletics does a fantastic job setting it up and really makes it easy for everybody that shows up to just come and enjoy the day. Seventy two days away. We're stoked about getting it going on the radio, of course, with Utah coming in on the 29th of August and to that game into the first month of this season. Riley will hit you. Um, no better way to open it than, than with your rival in a lot of ways, and no tougher way to open it than with back-to-back-to-back-to-back P5s. No one's got a plate as full as BYU's in the first month, and we'll know pretty quickly uh, what this team's going to look like. No question, and that's one of the things I'm most excited about it because while the focus is on those first four, let's not overlook programs like Boise, Utah State, Toledo, and Southern Florida, which have all won conference championships in the last few years and and have also uh, you know beaten BYU head-to-head. So those four games, this team will learn a lot about themselves, and I, I think Paramount for this team, which has a lot of reasons, as Shep mentioned, for, to be excited with all the young talent coming back and the returning starters and stability at the quarterback position. But they should be a team rather than resting on their laurels of all this potential that they're showing from from a team that approaches the season with that attitude to a team that approaches the season that we have something to prove and there's no better way to prove something than to go out and uh, beat those, you know, those logos we have in the first four games. Okay, uh, the pro to having Utah first and a con to having Utah right out of the Proto having Utah first is Utah perennially gets better as the season goes on. Think about last year. They were down to Weber State at halftime. Uh, of course, they came back and handled, handled their business in the second half, but... 
you know, if if they come out and start slow against BYU, they're a much more quality program than a, than one like Weber State, and BYU could put them away. So that is one of the biggest pros in my mind. The, the second one would be that it's the first game of the season. While we all think we know, nobody really knows until you strap it up and you kick the ball off what kind of team you have. So those are the biggest pros. The, the biggest uh, con— Or challenge. Or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. a challenge would be that BYU has a lot of key players, Zane Anderson, Zach Wilson, these guys coming back off injury, and the first time they're going to be testing those injuries against live bullets will be against, of course, their rival and probably the best, if not one of the top two best teams on their schedule this year. Okay. Uh, Mitchell, uh, to you. Uh, by the way, second season for you on the broadcast. Uh, if you want to go back and, 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 uh, and recap season one in terms of learning the ropes uh, with the headset on, how to go? It was good. It was definitely, it was, it was a different experience. Um, you know, it was uh, one of the things that I recount to, to a number of people who ask how the experience was is, you know, it's weird not getting too much of the fan interaction because I've got the headset on and I'm listening to you guys all day, which is, which is awesome. Um, but but you don't get too much of the fan experience. But it's it's almost I, I love that aspect. I love being able to listen. I mean, one having Mark for thirty six years that was just an incredible experience. Uh, learning from him, learning from you, Greg, and, um, and and so it's just a it's just a neat way to be involved with the program, uh, to know the ins and outs, and and to be involved in the in the play by play. And so it's it was just an awesome experience, and, and so grateful to be back for year two. Okay, and year two has us uh, with quite the itinerary. Great. Tra- Trips themselves. Uh, you're going to hit hit the East Coast three times, uh, at least Eastern Time Zone three times. Uh, Tennessee, which is SEC country, which is a special thing uh, in and of itself. What are you looking forward to most uh, for the Cougars in 2019, knowing what they have on on their plate? Yeah, you know, you look at the beginning of the season, and 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 I, I kind of want to reflect on on the question you asked Riley earlier. Is with such a thick schedule and tough schedule in the first four games. I think if there's a program in the NCAA who's prepared for the you know for tough four games at the beginning of the season, it's BYU. Um, we do this year after year. We have a we have a heavy load in the first four games, and so it's nothing that we haven't seen. And so I fully expect year after year as we continue to um, to load our front schedule with these tough matchups, Power Five matchups, that they're going to come out ready to play. Um, we've got something to prove. Uh, there's a lot of young talent that I'm super excited to see see them. Evolve evolve, um, see them just develop as players, um, not only you know athletically, but mentally in the game. And so there's a lot of improvement that, that I'm really excited to see each of the players make um, and you know ready for a winning season and uh, to um, see, what, see what the season has in store for us. And when BYU pulls off those, those marquee wins, national observers, they're not necessarily shocked or stunned or surprised because BYU's got a name. And Mitch, you and I were at Wisconsin uh, last year when BYU goes in and, and wins, and Riley will bring you back in for this. You know, BYU beats a Wisconsin, and yeah, they, did, they, didn't, they didn't win every game on their schedule, but that game again shows the national observers, well, there's BYU again doing what it does with a tough schedule every year. Yeah, and look, there's not... There's not conference realignment going on right now, but it is coming at some point. And so, and these are the type of schedules and type of games that you need to play to make your mark. So when it does come time to, whether it's realign conference or who, there's plenty of different uh, pathways that the NCAA can take going forward. But for BYU to best position, position themselves, taking advantage of these opportunities and getting those wins, staying relevant on the national scale by keeping our rich tradition and our unique tradition alive is paramount. And uh, I'm excited for the guys to 
you know, write another chapter in that history book in 2019. I'm excited that you're part of our team, uh, Riley. It's going to be a great season. Mitch, great to have you back in with us. We look forward to 72 days from now. Shep, let's get it going. Let's do this. I'm ready. Well, we'll let you get back to your web chats. We've got Kalani Sitake coming up right after this break. This is Behind the Mic with Greg Grubel at BYU Football Media Day right here on BYU Radio.